ComC is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 27 million cards across all sports, genres, and eras. With a ComC account, you can purchase cards from different sellers over time and ship them home together later, or immediately reprice them for sale on the ComC marketplace. To stay updated with ComC, please follow them on social media at Check Out My Cards, one word, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn about offers, promotions, and more at ComC, please visit blog.comc.com. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 150th episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. And today we're going to talk about one approach to building a collection you love. Ever since I started the blog and later on the podcast, one of the focuses that I've always had is helping people reacclimate to the hobby. When they return after a long hiatus, there's so much to learn, there's so much that's changed. One of the things I like to do is help people kind of get a lay, get the lay of the land and help them understand how things are different. One of those big differences that I experienced and many people experienced is just how many cards are produced today of some people's favorite players or favorite teams. Back when we started collecting in the 80s, there was one rookie card for many of our favorite players or or maybe three or ultimately in the in the late 80s and early 90s you might have expanded into four or five maybe six rookie cards of a particular player there might be only 10 or 15 different cards of a particular player for that that year but today when you look at the stars of today some of them have hundreds or even thousands of cards produced in their rookie season and it can be a bit overwhelming Many collectors like myself, who started collecting in the 70s, 80s, 90s, our favorite players were from that era where they had a much more limited print run. But there are still Legends cards produced every year in many of these different sets that come out. And so even though our player may have retired in 1985, 1987, 1990, there's still hundreds or thousands of cards being produced for them. So what do you do? How do you approach a collection like that without being overwhelmed? And that's what I want to talk some about today, an approach that many people use and I have really latched onto and found a lot of enjoyment in, and that is focusing on a player collection that only contains cards from when they were an active player. Building cards from their rookie year or maybe even their minor league years up through the point where they retired and considering that a full player collection. And and that's what I want to talk a little bit more about today. Let's first talk about Underdog Collectibles, the online shop run by collectors for collectors that breaks new product every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. You can check out udogcollect.com to see what they're going to be breaking this week, and you can visit their shop in Knoxville, Tennessee, if you want to see that breaking experience live. You can see their full selection of sealed wax singles and even watch some of those breaks live. So check out udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. All right, let's talk a little bit more about this idea of doing a player collection for only the time period where that player was an active player. This idea was really solidified for me using Walter Payton as an example. 
Now, he is a legend who had a very attainable but still collectible run of base cards that was issued throughout his career. You know, in 1985, that was the season that I first started paying attention to the Bears, and what a great season it was to start paying attention to the Bears. I can remember sitting in our wood-paneled basement on Sunday afternoons with my dad, watching the Bears dominate opponent after opponent, and I can picture Jim McMahon with his headband unloading a rocket downfield to Willie Galt speeding down the sidelines, and Richard Dent and Mike Singletary were crushing opponent offenses. They were just, you know, hammering them. That defense was so strong. But on a team loaded with talent, there was really only one player who stood out above the rest to me, and that was Sweetness. Walter Payton was the player who immediately became my favorite. From his rookie card in 1976 through his final playing days in 1987 and his final card in 1988, he had a great run of base cards. By my count, there's about 35 different Payton cards which were issued in the Topps base sets. You can probably double that. When you talk about some of the Fleer sets, some of the stickers, some of the food issue type sets that were out there as well. And so you're still talking less than probably a hundred different cards that were created during Peyton's playing days. And you can track down those cards at a pretty affordable price and have a full collection highlighting the career of one of the best NFL running backs of all time. And you can do that in a manageable way. You know, somewhere between 35, if you only want the tops kind of base cards, all the way up to maybe pushing 100 if you start to get all the different food issues and insert cards and, and things like that. That's an attainable goal. That is a realistic goal to collect for one of the best players of all time and build a nice holistic collection that tracks his his career over time. And I like that aspect. I like the attainability of a collection like that. Since I started building out the Walter Payton collection, I also did that with a, a couple other guys. I've done that with uh, Mike Schmidt and working towards a Mike Schmidt collection like that. I'm also working towards a George Brett collection like that. I just have a lot of fun getting those main playing day issued only cards. It just makes things seem so much more reasonable. And again, that that really is so applicable towards any of these players from the 90s and earlier, right? Once you start to get to these modern collections and these modern players, that's that's going to be a tough approach for people in today's hobby, but it's definitely something to consider for people who have their favorite players coming from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So that's the basic idea. That's the premise of building a player collection of cards from their years that they were an active player. So you've got your favorite player picked out. You know you said, yeah, yeah, Mike, this is a good idea. I want to go ahead and try this out. What do you do next? Well, there's a couple different things to focus in on. Like I said, do you want base cards only or do you want to add the base and insert cards? Do you want to add on all the food issues and other oddball type stuff that's out there? And that's that's a good question. you got to figure that out. Where are you going to go and build your list? How are you going to even know what cards were out there? Well, I have a couple sites that I would suggest you check out. And they're the sites that I used as I built out kind of my list for these uh, patent cards that I was going after and some of the others that I've started to build out these these collections of. And there's, there's three that I would look at primarily that have been most helpful to me. And those three are Beckett.com, 
They have a pretty good list of available cards uh, via their database of, of what's out there. I also use Trading Card Database. They've got another pretty good wholesome um, holistic list of cards for particular players. And finally, one of the, the sites that I use a lot because it also does a great job of adding in a visual representation is ComC. And you can go to ComC and look up that player. You can sort it then by oldest, and you can you can go back from the beginning all the way to, to more recent cards and see what's out there. You know, there, there will be some cards that they may not have on the site, right? People haven't turned them in or they've sold all, all the, the copies that they had had. So it may not be as holistic, but it's definitely been a good visual representation of what some of these cards are, especially if you're just digging through boxes and, and want to see a, a photo of what that card is that you might be looking for at a show or at a card shop or something like that. And so using Beckett, and trading card database to kind of build out the the word version or the excel version of that checklist combined with the visual representation that you can get from that search on comc has been a great way for me to identify the cards that i'm looking for and hunting for and searching for so those are, have been the three primary sites that i use if you're if your player that you're picking is a very popular player somebody who has a lot of notoriety within that the hobby you can also search for blogs and fan sites and things like that that people have have compiled and put together about that player and that's another great resource selfish plug that's what i did for walter payton when i put together this list and this this uh this listing of all of the cards that he had as an active player i focused primarily to start with on the base cards, I put together a blog post at waxbackhero.com where I laid those out and I put uh, a copy of the, the photo of all of those cards too. So I kind of built a photo checklist of all of those base cards from his playing days. And so there are other players out there that their fans have put together websites dedicated to the cards that they've, that they've had throughout their career. And that's another great resource. If you want to dig in, do research, learn more about um, what those cards were, uh, the stories behind those cards, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You know, some of them uh, were very regional issued cards where they were, they were hard to find. Some were send away offers or promotional offers with, you know, sending in UPC codes and things like that. And so some of these blogs uh, dedicated to particular players or particular sets are a great resource also if you want to learn more about these cards that were issued or where you might be able to track them down. So those are just a couple ideas as you kind of move from this idea stage to, okay, I want to get started building out these player collections. Where do I go? Those are some ideas on how to build that checklist of cards you're searching for and learn more about what those cards entail and how you might be able to track them down. As, a, as we get into that tracking them down, I mentioned card shops, I mentioned shows, I mentioned ComC, Sport Lots and eBay, again, are going to be another great resource for some of these cards if you want to get them affordably. And so you've got that whole host of online resources available to you, just like you do for any other card. So shows, shops, eBay, ComC, and Sportlots are the primary sources that I would suggest that you, that you use to track them down. But if you've got other friends that are out there, if you've put out a search for Twitter, um, that can be another great way to find some of the more limited or more rare 
cards that you're looking for is put put that card or that request out on Twitter and say, I'm looking for this in search of a copy of this card. So don't forget about using social media as well when you get to that point where you're trying to track down some of the harder or tougher to find cards. The Sports Card Shop is your small town local card shop with a global reach. Located in New Buffalo, Michigan, the shop is one of the most accessible in the Midwest. In addition to being an authorized Panini Direct Dealer, the Sports Card Shop carries all major trading card brands, including Tops, Upper Deck, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and more. With all that new wax, a half million singles, and showcases full of graded cards, you're sure to find something great for your collection, whether you're just starting out or a seasoned collector. The Sports Card Shop is your one-stop shop. So call us, come see us, or visit us on the web and social media. Our phone number is 269-469-0140. Website is thesportscardshopatmoco.com. The Sports Card Shop is part of the MoCo Retail Group, connecting sports, the hobby, and people around the world. So that's the collecting concept that I wanted to share today. And now I want to hear from you. I want to know if you have done the same thing, if you've considered doing the same thing, if you did it and hated it, and if you did it and loved it. Let me know. Reach out to me what your experience has been with this idea. Reach out at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Send me a direct message on Twitter or tag me in a tweet at summer. Find me on Instagram or TikTok at Waxpack Hero, and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are about this approach to collecting some of our favorite players. Well, that's all I've got for today, so I'll catch you next time.